Welcome to the Executive Coach for Moms podcast, where we support women who are attempting to find balance and joy while simultaneously leading people at work and at home. I'm your host, Leanna Lasky-McGrath, former tech exec turned full-time mom, recovering perfectionist and workaholic, and certified executive coach. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for joining me for episode 15. Today, I'm sharing a really fun coaching conversation that I had with Allie. Allie has been feeling stuck in her career, and she comes to the coaching session wanting to explore some strategies for how to advance her career. But through our conversation, we discover that her definition of success that she's currently living by is very much informed externally, and it might be time for her to rewrite her own definition of what success means to her. I think when we haven't taken the time to intentionally define what success means to us, we're often using someone else's definition that got embedded in our brains who knows how long ago. And it might not actually be what we want for our lives and how we would define success. And when we haven't done that exercise, a lot of times success feels like this intangible, unattainable thing that's mostly defined by something that we're striving toward. But since it's unclear what will actually constitute as success, it means that we'll never actually achieve it. So what happens is we believe I'll be successful when I reach that next milestone. And then we get there and we set a new milestone and we keep just moving the needle further and further out so we can never actually reach it. So we end up living our lives with this constant feeling of discontent, of wanting to reach that next milestone so we can finally call ourselves successful or worthy. But once we get there, we find that we just reset a new milestone. Now, I want to be clear. Of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with setting goals and working hard to achieve them. But I think the important distinction is where does success and worthiness lie? Is it somewhere out there in the future when we get there? Or is it here already and we're working toward this goal with the confidence of knowing and believing in our innate worthiness and believing that we're already successful? When we do it this way, achieving that goal feels so much better because it's just that. It's a goal. It's just a thing. It's not the prerequisite to our worthiness and success. You'll hear a lot more about this in my conversation with Allie. I really love this conversation and huge thanks to Allie for showing up and being willing to share this conversation with the world. I know that so many people are going to relate. If you enjoy this format and you haven't had a chance yet, please check out episode seven for another coaching conversation I did with Erica and Jen on delegation. And if you're interested in doing a coaching session with me for the podcast, there's a link to the interest form in the show notes. I'd love to share more coaching conversations here on the podcast because I always get so much value out of hearing other people be coached. And I hope that you do too. So enjoy. All right. So hi, Allie. What would you like to bring to coaching today? Hi. So I have to say, I did do your meta questions or walk through <laughs> those the meta questions. Okay. So the main thing that comes out of it and that I've been thinking about a lot lately is 
just kind of this repetitive feeling in getting stuck in my career or getting stuck where I am or like I get to a place in life and in my career and then I feel stuck or trapped or that I want more out of it and I want to learn more or you know it's kind of that the sense of okay well I've mastered this now and maybe master you know never master anything but that I've mastered this okay I want to I want more I want to learn what's the next step Mm -hmm. but then I, I feel like I hit a wall and I get this oh, well, you know, not right now, or we can work towards that. (laughs) And it's like, well, Mm. I'm ready now. (laughs) So how do I, Mm. you know, how do I move forward with my career? And without having to like, you know, find a different company to work for, especially like I like, you know, I might like my company. I like where I am, but then it's like, well, I'm stuck and it's either wait, who knows how long it might be for the business to be ready or you kind of jump ship and you try to land ahead that way, but it's, it just keeps happening. And I don't know how to move forward. Okay. Does that, does that fall within the range of things? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so if you think about as you're, as you're kind of talking through this, mm-hmm. when we finish our session here today, what would you like to walk away with? Like, what do you want to get out of the session? I think I would like to get out of the session some ideas on how to, one, build my confidence to help better my communication around, like with my leaders around my goals and what I would like to do. And mm. maybe some you know, ideas or maybe action items on like how to get those opportunities and learn to advance, you know, my career Mm. naturally, like, I guess. Okay. So it sounds like some strategies or ideas on the confidence and the communication. Mm -hmm. Okay. And actions on how to get opportunities and learning how to advance. And so if you were to pick like if you were to prioritize what's the most important of those um for you I think I mean I feel like the strategies and, and ideas on the communication will help with getting the opportunities mm, okay but I do I you know so I say that but I almost feel I guess if I'm being like a hundred percent honest I think actions on how to get opportunities and advance would almost be mm-hmm. priority because I do feel like I've so I'm a very like self-reflective person so I mm-hmm. have you know do a lot of professional personal development professional development on skill sets and myself but I don't I still don't get seen as a leader or seen as she would be good in this position you know and move forward move upward like that mm-hmm. so I guess the actions on how to find those opportunities or be seen as that would be probably priority just because that I have not been able to find any resolution for. Okay. Well, as you were saying that, I'm curious. So you said you're not being seen as a leader. Who is not seeing you as a leader? Is that you that's not seeing you that way? Or is that someone else? Well, I think it's part, it's partly me. Okay. But I, it's, you know, it's a lot of like feelings, I guess, but you know, my history has been in smaller companies and 
don't have the opportunity to be put into positions of leadership. So I guess because I'm not in a, I see it as because I'm not in a leadership role, I guess I'm not seen as a leader. Mm. That might not be accurate. (laughs) What is it about being in a position of leadership or being seen as a leader that's important to you? So I think it's the first step of being, like having a seat at the table, I guess, and being able to provide ideas and part of the bigger business, you know, strategy and the approach. And so I feel like being a, you know, a leader can help develop, you know, employees that or who's, you know, you're working with around their strategy and help coach them towards a better strategy and work together, you know, collaborative versus if you're not in that leadership position, you can provide ideas. They're just not prioritized, you know, so you could say things over and over again, but until it's a priority at the top, it doesn't, doesn't really get heard Mm. as much. doesn't have much weight to it. That's interesting. So you're kind of saying like the reason that you want to be in leadership or why this is important to you is that you feel that when you're not in leadership, your ideas are not prioritized and don't carry as much weight. Yeah. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I think so. Cause it's, cause I just have, I have a lot of ideas and you know, when I work with a company, I really like, I really want to like feel like I'm working with, you know, with that company, like Mm -hmm. this is what I'm doing, (laughs) you know, nine, nine to five and, or more than that. And I want to help it be successful because in return then I'm successful and then, you know, my customers are successful, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, and we can have conversations and, you know, meetings and, but at the end of the day, you're just an, you know, I'm just an individual contributor, which I really dislike that phrase, but you're just, you know, you're an individual contributor. So mm-hmm. it doesn't hold much unless it's a priority yeah. higher up. Okay. I want to go back to, I think one of the things I was really curious about is that idea of being seen as a leader and how you are seeing yourself. And the thing that you said that kind of stuck out to me was that you have a lot of feelings about that. Whenever I asked, you know, who's not seeing you as a leader and you said me, <laughs> and I'm not sure if you've seen this model before, but it talks about basically that our thoughts create our feelings and then our thoughts and feelings together drive our actions and results. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I'm really curious about is the thoughts, like what thoughts do you have about you as a leader, about seeing yourself as a leader? So like in the sense of how I feel about if I'm a leader now versus... Well, yeah. Or if you want to start with the feelings, you can. You know, you talked about that you have a lot of feelings about it. Like what are those... Maybe let's start with the feelings and then we can back up into what are those thoughts causing those feelings. Yeah. So I guess I think my feelings come from the my confidence issues that I've, you know, kind of always struggled with, you know, being not good enough or, and maybe these are kind of thoughts and feelings (laughs) all in one, but, um, you know, not being enough or not knowing enough, not doing enough in per se. So for example, like I, I feel like I have a lot of insight into customer success and I have just naturally draw you know I was naturally drawn to it and feel like I have enough like it's just it comes naturally to me and the strategy around it and the reason Mm -hmm. that you know all the business 
parts that come to it. However, I feel that because I don't, because I don't do much with it that, or I'm not out on social media or posting or blogging or whatever, you know, insert new trendy thing here. I feel that I, Mm -hmm. you know, that I don't get seen as that, you know, subject matter expert or the leader in that area where I could help teach others and help, you know, be the go-to like, Hey, can you, I have a question or mm-hmm. help guide them in this direction. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I feel like I'm afraid to put myself out there. I don't know how to get started. You know, I say, I don't know how to get started, but I just have a block of like, I guess, putting myself out there and proactively showing my knowledge and my expertise because I think that like nobody can see me, nobody will see me as a leader or like that expert in that topic. Does that make sense? Mm. <laughs> kind of. Well, it's just so interesting because I, <laughs> because here's, here's what I heard. And this is not, this is not a judgment or anything like that. This is just, no, I'm just repeating back to you mm-hmm. kind of the, the thought track that I'm hearing because our brains come up with all kinds of things. And so it's nice to maybe step back and kind of look at like, Hmm, where did that come from? That's interesting. Right. <laughs> um, maybe I want to question that. So what you're saying is that you have a lot of knowledge and you don't do enough with it. You don't put it out there on social media. And so to me, it seemed like the way that your brain was explaining this was like, maybe if I went out and established myself as an expert, then I would be seen as a leader. You know, I, I'm I'm going to go out and this is the solution. Like the solution is I need to go out and put myself mm-hmm. out there on social media so I can be seen as a subject matter expert. And then that will solve all these problems. But then you talked about that you're afraid to put yourself out there and not knowing how to get started and kind of proactively putting those ideas out in the world because you're afraid that no one will see you as a leader. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a loop, right? Yes. <laughs> and so, yep. but it's this idea of being, I think that being seen as a leader, I've heard you say several, several times so far in our conversation that that's a real you're afraid to do the solution that would make you be seen as a leader because you're afraid that you won't be seen as a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a, just an infinity circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just so interesting. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I want to be like, I have, you know, I want to be seen as a leader or that expert, but then I'm terrified to like actually do it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And then I get stuck and then I just, <laughs> don't know and I say I don't know what to do but and that's the thing like I don't the, the solution in my head is that actually a solution you know like that's then I start questioning like no I don't need to do I don't need to go on social media I don't need to or I sh- you know and then I add, add in the shouldn'ts of I shouldn't have to do that my work should show me you know should be mm-hmm. enough for that my contributions should be enough to show that but it doesn't well yeah. And I also wonder, like, does every leader that you know publish on social media a lot? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. So what does it mean to be seen as a leader? What does that mean to you? I think it means an array of things. Okay. Um, but it means, you know, it's being, maybe being like leader isn't the right term, but it's being the go-to person or the one that gets asked for advice or the one that 
you know, gets, I guess, acknowledged maybe more, you know, more so or recognized for the work and the, the contribution and how it's helped move things forward. I have, I guess I have this like need to, maybe it's just be seen, not even as a leader, but like I have this need of like feeling recognized, like my work gets recognized and the harder I work, the more I get recognized, the more chance that I will advance and be successful. Okay. So like, yes, you know, all of that. Okay. So here's what I notice about what you're talking about. So being seen as a leader, it sounds like a lot of external things have to happen in order for that to be true. Mm -hmm. In order for you to be seen as a leader, someone else has to go to you, right? You have to be the go-to person. So people outside of you need to go to you. Mm -hmm. Someone else needs to ask you for advice. You need to be asked for advice in order to be seen as a leader. You, your work needs to be acknowledged by other people. It needs to be recognized by other people. You're going to keep working hard to get more recognition from other people. Mm-hmm. Is there anything internal about being seen as a leader? Like, what does it mean internally? Internally, I think it means being successful, reaching a level of I guess, money or a salary that means you're successful, which I don't feel at the same time. I also feel like there's, I'll never hit a salary where I'm like, oh, that amount is, (laughs) it means I'm successful. Um, So that's just chasing air. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's this sense of feeling like I'm doing something with my life. Like like it's a sense of, you know, I, of importance of like, I, yeah, I think I wish there was more to it, but (laughs) it's really like, I feel like just a sense of like feeling Mm -hmm. important and successful and like I've accomplished something. Okay. So I just want to be real clear on it because I think a lot of these are just kind of like big ideas Mm -hmm. besides like, right. Because you're saying like being successful, what does that mean? I think I give these bigger ideas because I don't fully know and I don't fully think like deep down I feel like I don't even believe if I'll ever reach that feel at like as of right now I guess feeling of six being successful it's like what like if I could put a, a like okay I'm successful when I hit this or this is what it means to be successful I don't know if I truly have an answer which think it just comes from like and I know like we you know not to dive too deep into it but you know growing up um parents are both male carriers and like we struggle you know having four siblings like we struggled with money and so like I think like that stems like not wanting to struggle having like a sense of financial freedom which doesn't even like have to start with your career which eh, logically no but like that maybe it's like I'm successful when I don't stress about money, you know, or I'm successful when I don't, when I am comfortable, I guess. But there really is like, I don't know what the steps are to like Mm. success, you know, what that truly means to myself. Well, I think it's interesting, this thing that we do as humans, where we think there's like a prerequisite to like, I will be successful Mm -hmm. when, and then insert thing here and then we do that right because like 
probably at some point in your life, you thought like, I'll be successful when I get a job that pays me and I'll get it right. There's like, there probably things that you are already doing that years ago were goals for you or that you mm-hmm. felt like would make you feel more successful. But we put, since we were putting a condition on it, then what we do is like, we get there, we get to that point, And then our brain starts to do this thing where it's like, well, but I've only worked in small companies, so it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Next, next, like insert next thing here. And as soon as we reach that next thing, then we often discount it, especially as women would discount it and then set a new standard for being able to call ourselves successful, mm-hmm. right? Like a new requirement. And then it's like, well, once I get there, then, then I'm going to feel good about myself. Then I'm going to feel like I'm enough and I'm going to finally feel successful. And then I'll finally be seen as a leader because I'm successful. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is like you said, like it doesn't exist. Right. It just keeps going. You just keep setting the next thing. It's just like, I mean, people who make hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, they're like, well, as soon as I get to a hundred thousand, then I'll feel good about it. And then they get to a hundred thousand and they're like happy for, you know, five days. And then they're like, mm-hmm. Hey, I gotta be making 125 or I, it's like, we have to keep advancing, keep raising that bar uh-huh. over and over again for our whole lives. And then we, we end up, what ends up happening is we live our entire lives feeling that we're not enough, feeling like I just got to get to that next thing to be successful and never actually getting there. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, and that's, really it right I mean I feel like I did have those goals and if I think about when I started my professional career of I mean my husband and I got married and I was making $14 an hour at an emergency bed like and then it's Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go and get into business and then you know and then I did that and then it's like well I'm you know I got was doing well and then it's like okay well I'm going to get into customer success and I hit that and then it's okay. And then it, eventually it does turn into that chasing of a, a dollar symbol of some sense. And like, I don't think it was always that, but it does come to like, wow, I didn't think I could do that. So let's try it. <laughs> and then it's like the next thing. Mm-hmm. What is the next thing? And I feel mm-hmm. right now it's like, you know, I've been an individual contributor. I ha- I do feel like I've been a strong employee and, in, you know, with these companies and have contributed a lot. So, okay, well, what's the next thing? And that's, you know, leadership and management and moving up the ladder. But yeah, I don't know if that would truly mm-hmm. be it. Be what, that's probably not going to be <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler right. alert. It definitely is not. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, I got to, you know, self, be self happy, I guess. <laughs> happy with myself. Mm. <laughs> well, it's interesting because when you said like chasing money, I don't think it's chasing money. You're chasing something so much more than that. You're chasing self worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You're chasing, like, I want, you're chasing a feeling. I want to feel successful. Yes. I want to be seen as a leader. I want to have all the feelings that I'm going to feel whenever I'm the go to person and I'm recognized for my work. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that is what you're chasing, you, you right. and everybody else, you know. And I think that, I don't know, maybe at some, sometimes it's 
important to step back and recognize, like look back a little bit at all the progress that has been made, right? And all the steps forward that you have made, because it sounds like, and and I'd love to go back to, you know, you're talking about feeling stuck and trapped um, and like you've hit a wall and we can dive into that a little bit more, but it sounds like there has been a lot of movement in your career, a lot of progression and advancement along the way. And, you know, you want to keep going. Not that you've been stuck in the same place mm-hmm. since you were 18. Right. <laughs> and that's, it is chasing that, like, you know, that self-worth of I'm not what I think I am unless somebody else recognizes it, mm-hmm. which is a not a fun <laughs> feeling to say mm-hmm. out loud, but it truly, you know, that's truly, um, unfortunately, yeah, what it comes down to. And then, like you said, like, I'm not stuck in this place like I haven't moved upward or forward and it's not as if you know you have like you were saying like even self-worth but just in life in general like oh if I get married by the time I'm 30 and have two kids and all of this like I think my life has progressed as what you would typically say is you know the normal expectation (laughs) within society of doing it and so when I do think back of my accomplishments and where I'm at I I am I'm at a really good place and at a younger age too I always I always forget that I'm honestly have a full life ahead of me (laughs) you know my early 30s but so it for me too it's this feeling of oh I can do that oh let me you know like always striving to like not beat the next thing but take on the next challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't do well in a sense of calm waters, I guess I could say. Um, like if it's, mm. the water is calm, you know, everything's going good. You can, you know, get up on your paddleboard. Everything's fine. <laughs> but I'm a person that's like, you know, it's, oh, it's windy out today. I think of this like just this weekend. It's like, oh, I'm going to go paddleboard. My dad's like, it's way too windy. Like, no, I can do it. <laughs> and so it's like this, the sense of like, oh no, I can do it. Like I'd rather go when it's the water's choppy than calm. And so when things are calm and moving forward, you know, nicely, I'm like, okay, what's the next challenge? What can I do? Mm. And I look to like something to disturb it almost. That's interesting. And that's a different kind of piece of like the self-worth chase, you know, chasing the self-worth. But I think then when I get to the calm waters, that's when I really start like, checking that you know looking for the self you know the the, like oh do they see everything that I just did do they they think that they could give me another challenge or was all of that worth it and then I feel that's where that like you know looking for that outside recognition really comes into play is during the smooth waters I don't know that was a I feel like that was a good analogy (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and it makes sense Right. Because in the treacherous waters, like you are so focused on getting to the next thing, right? Getting Mm -hmm. there safely and, and, you know, doing all the things, I mean, safely in, in the real example, (laughs) but, but in the metaphor, like getting (laughs) on the paddleboard, right? (laughs) Right. Getting, getting through whatever it is, like whatever challenges are, are coming your way, like, that is almost a way to like stay very distracted, mm-hmm. you know, and then you get there and everything's a little you know, 
like you said, like calm waters. And so you have time to think mm-hmm. and you have time to sit with yourself and you have time to analyze and evaluate and whatever your brain likes to do whenever it has some time and, and calm. <laughs> and so, right. <laughs> right. And then it's like, I got to get distracted. I cannot like, this is so uncomfortable for me to just sit here mm-hmm. in this calm, quiet space with myself. But like, I, I need something else. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta go distract. Right. I don't want to think about this. Right. Anymore. That's exactly it. Like, even if it's good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like even if it's, everything's good, it's like the negative thoughts start coming in, right. The, well, oh, you just did all of that, but nobody sees it, you know, mm-hmm. or well, why didn't they just come running up to you asking you for a promotion or a rate, you know, all of these things. It's like, I guess then I, yeah, I sit there and I think, and then I analyze conversations and I analyze, you know, my work and, oh, well, this person said this mm-hmm. small thing. And then your brain's like, this is so uncomfortable. Get me out of here. <laughs> Something else to focus on. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, well, the next challenge. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because what your brain's doing while it's just sitting there is looking for confirmation of your original thought, mm-hmm. which is I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I don't know enough. And so it has time to look for that, right? Our, our, that's what our brains do is like, it's confirmation bias. It's just like, tell me what you want me to believe, right? Like t- tell me the belief and I'm going to go out and find all the evidence in the world to try and back that up. Right. So whenever the brain has more time to sit still, the brain's going to go out and start doing that yeah. <laughs> and saying, oh, that conversation with that person, this is how you didn't show up the right way. And the fact that they didn't recognize you means that you didn't work hard enough or you didn't do it right. And now you have to go do, go out and prove yourself again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's really exactly what it is. <laughs> Just like, mm-hmm. you know, um, you sit there and think about it. It's, do you have the good moments of like, oh, I feel so good at, you know, with where I'm at and, you know, what I'm doing. And then, yeah, once you're sitting there quietly, it's like, nope, that wasn't done right. Nope. Did you hear how they, mm-hmm. that email sounded? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we live in a hustle culture, right? That's like, mm-hmm. go to the, do the next thing, do the next thing. And so we have, there's a lot of people putting work out into the world about just helping people sit still and helping people just right. be because it's hard. It's hard whenever we've been conditioned to like, go, go, go. And I think that, so you said you're in your early thirties. I think that like our twenties are a time where that hustle culture, like that go, go, go is probably beneficial to us mm-hmm. because, you know, we need to, we need to go, we need to get our careers set off. We need to get our lives, you know, get our lives started and everything. And so we do everything quote unquote, right in our twenties and lots of mistakes too, but we do everything, you know, that that we need to do to get our life set up. And then we get into our thirties and we're like, you know, having, there's a bit of disconnect because it's like, well, like I'm still living that way, but maybe I'm starting to have like different feelings. Like I want to like be still with my partner and or children, Mm -hmm. right? Like I want to enjoy those moments. Whereas in my twenties, I can just fly on past everything because like, I'm so focused on the goal. And so then it kind of shifts, it shifts a little bit for us. And I think that is a really common thing where, you know, at some point in our thirties, we realize like, I don't know that I want to live quite like that anymore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I might want to change things up a little bit here. Right. 
That's a good point because I do feel like my career is in a good place. And, you know, when I really get down to like the what's on paper and everything, I mean, even that what's on paper, but it's in a good place. And then I think, you know, well, you're supposed to be still doing something else. You know, you're supposed to have a side hustle. You're supposed to have a, you you know, flipping houses on on the side. You're supposed to have a hobby and all this stuff. And it's like, when I really start thinking about doing those things, and this is like kind of the action and like the social media part of it that I was talking about before, it's like, I don't want to, <laughs> like I, it, yeah, I could, those are good ideas. And I do, I know in myself that if I really wanted to, I could go and start a side hustle or a business or something extra. But when I get down to it, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like I want my evenings to be with my kids and their activities and you know like go 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 with them because that's it's their time right now you know and the day is mine to get work done and then the evenings are theirs to run from soccer dance wherever but it comes down to like I don't want to do the extra hustle (laughs) anymore like I'm good at what I do and I know that you know I wish I did wasn't searching for that external recognition but you're right like I'm maybe I could have you know started a side hustle in my 20s but now I'm like no I don't I don't want to do I actually have to because that's what the world tells us how does it feel whenever you kind of recognize that or say that out loud it feels like when I say it out loud it feels like a weight is lifted like I don't, you know, like I don't have to mm. do that. Like it's not something I have to do. Um, and that's okay. Right. But then it's when those calm waters come where I'm like, mm. oh, well, you should have started that side hustle. You would be able to have your challenge then. Mm. <laughs> it's like just another way for the challenge to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I think, you know, we talked at the beginning about like actions and maybe one of the actions is different than the intention you came in here with, but like, what could you say to yourself whenever that thought comes up? But I don't need a challenge. (laughs) Well, you have a challenge. (laughs) You have some challenges. I already have enough. Um, and that's exactly it. Like I, that's true. Like I haven't, I have challenges. Um, it's okay to, to relax, <laughs> mm. like to not have to run after something. And I don't, success does not mean having multiple jobs. <laughs> success mm. does not mean having, struggling multiple chainsaws. <laughs> like, um, it is a self-worth. And I think about how I feel when I'm, you know, watching them, you know, kind of laying on the couch, watching a movie with my kids, like that is, you know, satisfying to me. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to be on my computer at seven o'clock at night trying to start a business because I think that's what I should be doing. Mm. And then judging yourself when you're not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like maybe Allie had a different version of success or different definition of success. And maybe it was really hard for you to kind of define what being successful means. And so maybe that's a bit of a mm-hmm. some data or like an interesting insight into the fact that maybe your idea of success is evolving, but you're still like holding on to this one because you, you know, maybe it needs a bit of conscious intentionality behind it of deciding like what is at this moment in your life, what is your 
version of success. And knowing that in 10, you know, next decade, it'll change probably, right? Like Mm -hmm. and the decade after that, like maybe when your kids go off to college, you want to start a business, who knows, but you don't need to worry about that right now. What is it right now for you? Right. That is really, I love that success is the definition of success is evolving, you know, and it evolves over time because Mm -hmm. I think if I think about it, you know, and through our conversation, like for me, success right now is like just my kids being happy right and mm-hmm. our family being healthy like those things and then like having a good relationship with my husband and those things are and I even changed the word as like priority mm-hmm. you know and that's success right now like that truly I think when I think about it whole you know holistically not just in this context of my career mm-hmm. that is success to me I guess and my career does allow me to do that right now. Like allows me to turn everything off at Mm -hmm. four or 5 PM and be ready when the kids are coming off the bus. And so I guess that is like right today, like that would be, that's how I measure a successful day. (laughs) You're being, you know, so you're successful. I think so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Look at that. (laughs) No, I do do think like, I mean, like I, if I changed how I view it, you know, like how I talked about it. And then mm-hmm. I think about like, yeah, if I even bring it down to the day, like me having a successful day isn't, if I take a step back, I would say it's not measured by what I got done on my to-do list. It's the end of the day when my kids happy and when they, did they enjoy school and did they enjoy their activities and, you know, did they learn something like that's, mm-hmm. did I get dinner on the table? Like <laughs> that's, you know, usually like, I go to bed, rest assured, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a measure of, did my manager congratulate me on something? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not wrong to want that. Of course, we all want people to recognize our work. Right. But I think it's like, there's a different relationship to it. When you say, I have to have that in order to define myself as successful and therefore be worthy and believe that I'm enough, right? right? That's very different than saying, I really want my manager to recognize me because I feel whole and content knowing that I did enough each day within my priorities that are most important to me. And I'd also really love to be recognized for the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's a natural feeling. That's okay to feel that way, of course, right? But it's a very different thing um, than when it's like a desire than when it's a necessity. For your work yeah two different two different things there's nothing that comes after in the second mm. instance of I you know I and I would like to be recognized for my work mm. I feel like usually I add on to that because da, da, da. <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're a normal human <laughs> right. <laughs> right yes not because it would make that means I'm successful right because you already are you don't need that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you'd want it, but you, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a prerequisite. Yeah. Right? I like that. So I think we didn't, I don't know that we did what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you walking, walking away with or what, you know, what are your reflections on our conversation today? So I think, I mean, I know we didn't like specifically, pro, you know, talk about strategies and actions and ideas, but <laughs> I do feel like I'm walking away with an action, almost an action of how to take a step back and looking at what I've accomplished. I think it does kind of come 
full circle that if I take in the moment of the calm waters and I take a step back and look at everything and then measure like, okay, what does success mean to me today? Or what does the goal mean today? I already feel like doing that today, like, okay, I feel confident. I feel more assertive, like, I don't know if assertive is the right word, but uh, assured and then I can communicate better and then I can tackle the calm waters. <laughs> like, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and so just walking away that it's also not, it's not this funnel perspective. I always just kind of look at success or these goals of like, it's just career oriented. Mm-hmm. And that if it's not happening within my career, then, you know, then it's not happening. And that's not true. It's a broader picture. It's a holistic view. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I feel like I'm walking away with a lot of just good ideas of how to take the actions of making myself realize what I've accomplished and how I, my own self-worth. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned at the beginning, your actions, it doesn't start with action. It starts with your thoughts and your feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where we spend a lot of our time because once you address the thoughts and feelings, then that's going to drive those actions and results. Right. That's how I feel. (laughs) It's, I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens when you show up Mm -hmm believing that you're already successful rather than showing up looking for confirmation from outside of you that you are. Yeah. So, you know, I think it would be interesting to see because who knows, like maybe you you talked about, you know, wanting to have more confidence, like maybe that mm-hmm. helps you show up in a way that portrays confidence. And someone's like, man, we should put our leadership role. Who knows? Right. <laughs> Who knows? So, right. <laughs> yeah, but what you have control over, because I think, you know, you've talked about all these external forces, which obviously you don't have control over. And then it's driving you crazy that you, <laughs> you mm-hmm. that, because you're trying to kind of control all of them. What you do have control over is what are your own thoughts and beliefs and feelings about yourself. And that will mm-hmm. then drive how you show up. Wonderful. Well, a couple last thoughts that I have. Yeah. One would be, I'm not like a go do homework kind of coach. But if you <laughs> wanted to, my recommendation would be just to kind of write down really like, like actually put a pen to paper to make it a little bit more tangible of mm-hmm. what is your definition of success and what are your priorities and just kind of putting them visually mm-hmm. because your brain is going to go back to, you have 30 something years of programming that you have to go, go, go forward, forward, forward all the time. And if you're not, then all these terrible things about yourself, you know, and you're not worthy, et cetera. So your brain will go back there. And it's important because when you think about like neural pathways in your brain, you have a, a stimulus going to a response. Like if your stimulus is no recognition for work I've done, it goes straight to the belief to reinforce, like, I'm not good enough. It wasn't, my work wasn't good enough, right? Like that's a super highway, very well-tread path. And now you're trying to tread a new path, right? And these new neural pathways in your brain. And so they're going to be like tiny dirt roads right now. And so these are going to be thoughts that you're going to need to practice Mm -hmm. and remind yourself of regularly. So you might like write this all down and then set a reminder on your calendar, your phone to like (laughs) read it once an hour or every 30 minutes or something, right? Or like just to continuously reinforce those thoughts Mm -hmm. and beliefs so that you can start creating that that new pathway because you can't just totally undo 30 plus years of programming that your brain's been doing overnight. It takes some work to kind of solidify it. 
So that would be my recommendation if you wanted to take some action. And then the other thing, as you were talking, this quote that I heard the other day on a podcast came up for me, this woman, she's like in her 70s. She's one of the experts in the Enneagram world. And um, she was talking in a conversation and she said, the more I heal, the less I do. Mm-hmm. And that just that quote came up for me as I was thinking about you in those calm waters <laughs> of just <Yeah>. being able <laughs> to sit and, you know, be able to sit with your child on the couch and watch a movie and just feel content and enjoy that. Right. And rather than feeling like I got to be doing something like I should be right. posting on social media right now. And it just, it robs us, yes. you know, from those moments that we want to, that we want to enjoy. I really like that quote. Thank you. Wonderful. Great. Well, anything else you wanted to add? No, this was wonderful. It was a great, um, it was great meeting you and great conversation around, around this. I'm really glad I got to do this. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Executive Coach for Moms podcast. Please like, subscribe, or follow the show so you'll be notified when the next episode is available. I hope you'll join me again next time. Take care.